Hello and welcome to episode two of Need to Read. Uh, I just want to start off by thanking everyone that listened yesterday. It reached far further than I ever thought it would be and I am so grateful uh, for everyone who shared it and sent me messages. It was literally like losing my virginity again but with way more positive feedback. I had such a spring in my step yesterday so honestly from the bottom of my heart I'm so grateful and thank you very very much. Now, this episode is going to be a special sort of quarantine reads episode. So I'm going to give you three books that will help you. One is going to be quite an easy read if you haven't got into reading just yet and you're looking for something that will ease you in. Second book is going to be slightly more educational just so that we can all sort of better ourselves whilst we're in this quarantine. We're all in this together. It'd be a nice time to educate ourselves in different sort of facts of life. And I'm hoping that you'll take from the book the similar sort of thing that I have. And then third book is going to be about dealing with change. I'm not going to spend too long on that one. It's quite a short book. It is only about 70, 80 pages long. But it's a really simply put explanation on how people can deal with change. And of course, everyone, um, for the most part, is going through some of that at the moment. And from that point, I'm going to introduce a new feature and then you can get rid of me for the evening or morning whenever you're listening to this. Now, the first book that I want to introduce today is a book that I finished on Sunday morning. I actually cried when I finished this book. Um, You can ask anyone that's known or knows me, my parents, my sister, any family members, close friends, any ex-girlfriend can definitely attest to this. I'm a bit of a crier. I've been all right this year and this is the first time I've had a proper cry. Um, it's the This Is Gonna Hurt book by Adam Kay. That was book of the year in 2018. He's got an incredible way with sort of dark humour. Um, it's informative and it takes you through quite an emotional journey um, through the diaries of a junior doctor. Now in the first couple of pages, he opens you up to the sort of sense of humour that he has when he likens himself to a medical Anne Frank. So it's shocking, it's funny, it's dark and it's also informative. It makes you feel like you're getting smarter as you read along because every time something medical pops up, there's a little asterisk and at the bottom of the page. You get to learn a little bit about whatever medical issue it is that's come up there in the book. Now, this book makes you definitely feel sort of how lucky we are to have the NHS um, and it gives you a nice insight to sort of how overstretched they are and what it actually is like to be working there on the front line. Throughout the diary entries, he discusses so many different points um, about how we're lucky to have the NHS, where everyone's had someone that they've sorted out with chemo, whether they've sorted out your STDs, and a couple of horrifying stories, including a girl who sort of tried to perform her own labial reduction. So at risk of sounding too intelligent there, he saw a girl who tried to cut the lips of her vagina off. There are countless times in the book where he discusses moments where you get a real insight to just how stressful it is working with the NHS and on the front line. There was a time where he was pricked with a needle. And when he went through the test, he asked out of interest to the woman who was doing the tests what would happen if the test did come back positive and he'd actually got HIV from this needle prick. She mentioned how he wouldn't have to do labour or go into theatre or anything like this. And he mentions how he didn't quite want to say to her that would take the sting out of the HIV. Now, all of the stories are brought together over, it's about six years of these diary entries. The book's not very big, it's only sort of 200, 250 pages. But the ending is fantastic. 
that's where it really hits home. Um, not to sort of push any political agenda. I believe he might have been trying to just in terms of his digs against secretary, the health secretary and stuff like that. But that's obviously his prerogative. It's incredible. I, I'm I'm stuck for words in that, which is not going to be good. Maybe I'll get better in the future when I'm going to be looking for words to review a book with. But it's emotional. It's hard hitting. And it really does make you think about those people around you. If you know people that work in the NHS, I, for one, my mum's in the NHS. She's a midwife. When I was sat there crying on a Sunday morning, all I wanted to do is go give her a hug and, and just say thank you for everything that she does. Because especially this book being based around sort of gynae issues, I know she's definitely dealt with some of this shit in the past before. So in terms of how easy it is to read, it's small chunks. It's a diary. If you only want to read five pages a day or a page at a time, you can definitely do so with this book. And for a first-time author, I think he's done an incredible job. This book actually came out in 2018, um, as I mentioned earlier, and it won won four book awards that year. Slightly out of the ordinary, I'd actually been recommended this book by a girl. So I know in the first episode you heard about me just shoving books down people's throat. I was actually recommended this one. Uh, so thank you for who recommended this. In terms of Adam Kay's other books, he does have another one out. It's called Towards the Night Shift Before Christmas. I haven't read the whole thing. I had read a couple of chapters in November last year. My sister was home after an operation and was drugged up to the hilt, so couldn't actually concentrate enough to read a book, and I'd bought her this book. So I played the live version of Audible for her. We got two chapters in until she was sick to death of hearing my voice and got kicked out and wasn't allowed to read it anymore um but i'll definitely be picking that up next time i see her and, and i'll get that and i'll be going straight on my reading list now on to the next book i want to make a bit of a diversion here in terms of current sort of events and what's going on in the world at the moment it seems that every celebrity is throwing their home workouts at you and showing you how to do a press up and how to do a sit up and telling you how they stay in shape which if someone is obviously bullshit that's not how they're going to stay in shape in isolation they've probably got a lovely home gym now this is to the point that i was almost expecting the queen to be showing us how she's going to keep fit in isolation when she went through her speech on sunday now this book it's educational it's funny it's from another first-time author it's James Smith's Not A Diet Book. Now, James Smith is well-known on Instagram. He's a personal trainer, and he's the guy that's got the calorie deficit out there into the world. If you don't know what calorie deficit is, I'm not about to tell you because I'll mess it up. So to spare you lot the, the experience of me just boshing up all the science that's in this book and presented in a really nice way... I would suggest initially buy the book. That's going to be my first plug there. Now, one of my favorite things about this book is that he plugs in jujitsu and promotes jujitsu. It's a sport that I fell in love with last year and it's just, it's led on to so many things for me in terms of starting trying new things and giving me the confidence to do new things, as well as you get to get strangled by all of your friends in a padded room. And who doesn't want to do that? Back to the book. My favourite chapter um, in this book, I read this in about two days, I think it was, in January. The Laws of the Universe section of this book, James talks about a few different things. Um, 
One is Pareto's 80-20 law, where let's say, for example, you're in, in a job, you've got 20% of your clients causing 80% of your headaches. If you cut out those 20% of your clients, guess what? You've lost 80% of your headaches. That can work in relationships too. Um, we all hold on to people. Um, you might have 20% of your friends causing 80% of your headaches. And there's no shame in having a look at that and thinking, right, well, I kind of don't want these headaches anymore. So it, it's thought-provoking um, in that sense. He's also got the sunk cost fallacy. Uh, he talks about this in terms of dieting and in terms of relationships. When someone's on a diet for so long and it's not working, they've invested so much time and, and money into paying to be in something like Slimming World or something like that, you're invested in it. So the cost, as it were, has sunk. You're not very likely to walk away from it because you, you're waiting for that point in when it works. That's how it works in terms of diets and, and James promotes the fact of just walking away from those. If it's not working for you, you just walk away. Interestingly, when he talks about relationships, he talks about sort of in, in the modern day, people say that they, they don't want to break up with their partner because they've been with them for four years, even though they're in a loveless, sexless relationship. You get a clear indication of James's no bullshit approach to fitness and life throughout this book. In terms of the, the chapters there, other ones that stand out, this one isn't for me, but female fat loss. There's so many sort of female influences out there that will tell you their secret to fat loss is this particular drink or that particular drink. James has a whole chapter on that. If you listen to it on the Audible, it's 26 minutes long. If, if you read the chapter, it's however long you want to take to read it. Now, now even if you're not female, of course the book's got plenty for you. The chapters in this book cover a wide range of topics and they're all interesting well written and got James's own touch of humor in there as well you've got habits uh, the essentials for a good life like I said the laws of the universe effort and ambition was a really powerful chapter in that book and it's all brought together really nicely at the end this book can leave you feeling inspired of course leave you better educated on topics that are going to help you sort of further on with your life especially with your mindset um that was definitely something that stood out to me in this book and like i said at the start in terms of as, as a first-time author the writing on the book's incredible and he is the humor's great um and it's very informative now so it's definitely something that i would recommend if you're looking to educate yourself while we're all stuck inside um so that when we're allowed out again when we're allowed to exercise or go to gyms or allowed to do more things and to able to sort of bettering ourselves as human beings, then this book should definitely be on your list. The third book that I wanted to talk about, as I said earlier, is about dealing with change. It's a book, like I said, that I'm not going to spend too long on because it's not too long of a book, but it's called Who Moved My Cheese? It's a tale of two mice and the different ways in which they deal with someone moving their cheese within the maze. I, w I really wish I could explain it more without ruining it, but I can't. It teaches you how to not get upset when things change in terms of making sure that your mindset is aligned with moving forward as opposed to sort of spending time dwelling on the past and always doing what you've always done. And it's a really powerful little book that can flip a switch in your brain and get you thinking differently. 
Now, I want to introduce a new segment um, or feature, as it were, to this podcast, and it's not going to be something or from a book that everyone's going to be interested in buying, but it's something that's had a massive impact on my life, and I feel it's only right that I share this sort of line of thought with people on, on a weekly basis. As I mentioned in the first podcast, Stoic philosophy is something that pretty much changed my life for the better in terms of how I deal with issues and deal with change and pretty much anything that comes up with life I try my hardest to give a sort of stoic point of view now this is something some people have in them already Uh, my dad's a good example of that he's incredibly stoic without really reading about it they're the best kind of people um, and you've got to hold on to those people they can live in this way without having to chuck it in their brains and try hard at it and I really do envy those people the book that I'm going to pull this from is the Daily Stoic, is Ryan Holiday's book. I was gifted this very kindly by my friend the other week, so I'm only a few pages in. Unfortunately, as much as it hurts my brain, it does start from January 1st, and obviously we're not on January 1st. As much as I'd love to wait until January 1st next year so I can do it in a perfect manner and do it by the book, I thought I'd get over the headache and and start it anyway. What I'll do each week from now on is read a segment from this book and leave you with that to think about um, just before I wrap up the podcast. So the meditation that I want to talk about this week from the book is actually from January 2nd and it states that education is freedom. So I'm going to read it word for word. So please don't think that this has come from my brain. This is just my favourite of the last five days. What is the fruit of these teachings? Only the most beautiful and proper harvest of the truly educated, tranquility, fearlessness and freedom. We should not trust the masses who say only the free can be educated, but rather the lovers of wisdom who say that only the educated are free. And that's from Epictetus, who's a Greek philosopher. He was born a slave um, in a part of Greece, which is actually now modern day Turkey. Now the rest of the passage reads... Why did you pick up this book? Why pick up any book? Not to seem passer, not to pass time on a plane, and not to hear what you want to hear. There are plenty of easier choices than reading. No, you picked up this book because you're learning how to live, because you want to be freer, fearless, and achieve a state of peace. Education, reading, and meditating on the wisdom of great minds is not to be done for its own sake. It has a purpose. Remember that imperative on the days that you start to feel distracted when watching television or having snacks seems like a better use of your time than reading or studying philosophy. Knowledge, self-knowledge in particular, is freedom. So now we're back to me and what comes from my brain, arguably more intelligent than Epictetus, of course. That quote and that meditation seem relevant, um, of course, because this podcast is about reading. Um like I said in the first podcast, I'm not necessarily educated in a manner that I've got pieces of paper that say so, but I'm trying my hardest to read as much as I can so I can get as much knowledge on a a sort of broad range of subjects. And that might be something that if you're into nonfiction or or listening to this podcast gets you into nonfiction, um, could sort of spark the fire in you, as it were. Now, that wraps up the podcast there. The books that I've recommended, once again, is Adam Kay's This Is Going To Hurt, his second book, Towards the Night Shift Before Christmas, and James Smith's Not A Diet Book, 
and Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. Also, The Daily Stoic, um, which is Ryan Holiday. Now, thank you very much for listening once again. I promise that this might be the last podcast that I say thank you five times, but immense amount of gratitude coming from me for all those that listened um, and that have listened to this second podcast as well. Um, I've had some really lovely messages from people that have inspired them to start reading and for me that is absolutely mad. Little old me has got someone to pick up a book. Serious self-esteem boost and once again thank you very much to everyone that messaged me. If you want to follow us on Instagram it's at a need to read with the number two as opposed to the word two on youtube of course this is where you're listening to it it's a need to read and a side note on an app called goodreads this is an app where you can fill in all the books that you've read so far and you rate the books out of five and goodreads does all the hard work for you so you don't have to spend hours sort of trawling through amazon reviews to find the book that you want to read next i'm on there as a need to read you can have a look at the books that I've read over the past uh, 18 months, you can keep up with the goal that I've all told you about of 52 books this year. Um, You can create your own goal on books that you want to read this year. And the final point I want to get through, I did say that I'm going to be giving books away. So I've got a copy of This Is Going to Hurt here and I've got a copy of Not A Diet Book uh, from James Smith. So please message me on Instagram. Like I said, I'm going to pick the people that I prefer. Um, I'm going to base this on how nice the compliment is from you about my podcast. So be extra kind, boost my ego, boost my self-esteem, and I might send you a book. On a serious note, just I'll, I'll pick it at random. Um, thanks again for listening. If you read any of the books that I go through, um, I'm going to put links in the comments section to the books on Amazon I always find Amazon is probably the most competitive place um, in terms of pricing and once you've read the book please give it to someone remember it is cool to be kind and that wraps it up episode two haven't sworn at my laptop today haven't sworn at the microphone too much so I'm out of here take care everyone